Glory to God. Well, praise God forevermore. Uh, the United States of America is in a prayer revival. Amen. Because uh, there was more praying went on last week uh, than ever before, and it was sanctioned and approved by the NFL. When uh, uh, in this great country of ours, uh, the land of the free and the home of the brave, uh, coaches were fired uh, last year because of praying with their kids. Many high school graduations, the uh, senior class was told, no, you can't pray. You can't say a prayer. And some of them did it anyway and, and uh, defied uh, uh, whoever would make such a rule. But that's the country that we live in. But when tragedy comes, and, and uh, uh, thank God DeMar is all right, and from what I understand, he's out of the hospital completely. Praise God. Uh, uh, but that brought this country to its knees. And, uh, I mean, we were watching it. We're, we're, we're Monday night football fans, you know, when we're home. Praise God, and, and uh, uh, saw it happen, and I mean, it was scary. But in the automatic response for a Christian was, and I guess for almost anybody, was to pray. And, uh, uh, but the whole country caught on. And uh, so uh, it was all of a sudden all right to talk about prayer on the networks that ran the football games on Sunday. It was all right to talk about prayer, and nobody was ashamed of it. And so we just, we just believe that liberty will last. But uh, prayer is a very important thing, and I feel like God is calling us to prayer more and more. Now, there are some people, the Bible says, He that winneth souls is wise. And uh, there are some people that are just really good about talking about their faith to people. And... Uh, they're, they're just especially gifted in that area. And uh, some of us may not be so much. And s some people don't see that many people to witness to. And uh, uh, some of us, we're not, uh, you know, uh, all our friends are saved. You know, uh, all the people we know are saved, you know. And, but, but some people not so. And uh, but prayer is a big, big part of soul winning. It needs to be a big, big part of soul winning. Uh, and there's a way to pray for, for anything. There, there, you know, Andrew Womack has a book out and study series out, A Better Way to Pray. And it's just simply talking about praying the scriptures and right, rightly dividing the word of truth and getting away from the tradition of men uh, uh, and praying scripturally, you know, uh, in James it says the fervent effectual prayer of a righteous man avails much or makes tremendous power available if you study that out that's what avails but effectual means uh, something that gets results something that works yeah. amen if you were a salesman and you had a sales pitch that sold the product every time that would be an effectual sales pitch. 
So it's something, it's, uh, something that gets results. So prayer that gets results. And God wants us to get results. Now, some way or another, the, the stories got out in the church that sometimes God says no. Sometimes he says yes. Sometimes he says wait. There's great country anthems, country songs written about the pr- thank God he said no. Because I was in love with Lulabelle, and but now Lulabelle turned out to be a floozy. So praise God for unanswered prayers. <laughs> Amen. You know, old Garth Brooks or somebody. Hallelujah. The one that got away. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, but, but God doesn't say no. The Bible says, for the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say nothing about no, but tradition teaches us that. And Jesus said... Uh, You've made the word of God of none effect because of your tradition. Now, I love everybody, but uh, there's a better way to pray than that. And so let's not get offended, and let's look and see what the Bible says. And, and then we'll go from there. Praise God, because the Bible's right no matter what. Amen. And uh, hallelujah. If I go down, I'm going down on the word of God, but I'm not going down. Amen. I'm going up because that trumpet's... Uh, going to sound sooner than most people think hallelujah so let's look at matthew 21 uh 21 we'll read a couple verses here these are just things jesus said if jesus said it's in red letters if you have a red letter edition so if jesus said it we ought to be able to believe him more than we believe the country song that says thank god for god said no amen see what jesus said so jesus answered and said to them Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to this fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. So uh, this is talking about uh, answered prayer they the story goes they'd come to the fig tree and there's supposed to be figs on it and there wasn't it was a it was a fake faking like it had figs it had leaves but it didn't have figs so he cursed it and when they come back by the next day he cursed it at the roots when he come back by the next day it had visibly withered and they were like wow and jesus said if you have faith and do not doubt and and now this is where we are the uh, the Bible says, Hebrews 11 and 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith is not some unobtainable goal out there that nobody can reach. Because how, how uncruel, I mean, how cruel would that be of the Father to tell us the only way to please Him was to have faith if we couldn't have faith. So He didn't do that to us. We can have faith. As a matter of fact, it says in Romans 12 that He dealt to each man the measure of faith. Amen. So there's a starting measure there. That's the ability. And, uh, but faith must be developed. And then He goes on in Romans 12 also and says, So then faith comes by hearing. He says, How can one be saved except he hear? And how can one hear except one preach? And how can one preach except he be sent by, anointed by God and, and, and sent by God? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel? And it goes on a few verses later and said, So then faith comes 
or increases by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if we're hearing the word of God, it ought to cause that measure of faith that we have to come forth. So it is not unreasonable uh, for us to think we could have faith. Now some religious people and traditional people, oh, that's too hard. i got to believe God. Well, the Bible says we're not our own. We're bought with the price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and, and, and spirit. When you become a Christian, amen, it's a whole new way of life. And you need to feed the inner man. Amen. Uh, Jesus said, red letters, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So you can have your biscuits, but you've got to have your scriptures too. You need to learn to love the word of God and feed on it as life and something that increases and builds up that faith. Amen. That measure of faith. Hallelujah. So without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, you know, seek means you're going after him, you're desiring to know him, you're learning how to spend time in prayer. And uh, that's what we're talking about tonight is, is praying effectually, the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. So effectual prayer, according to this, probably got something to do with faith. If you have faith and do not doubt, you'll not only do what was done to this fig tree, but also if you say to, even to a mountain, be removed and be cast, see it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. So faith is such a necessary evil, and it's so much overlooked. And we hear the testimonies of people, even Christian people. Well, I'm so weak, uh, but, you know, I'm trusting God. And listen, you have to have faith for salvation. And thank God some people do. Amen. But by grace are you saved. This is what the scripture says. By grace are you saved through faith. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So many people are rich in works. They feel like they need to do this and they need to do that. But they would testify and say, I'm weak in faith. We've got that cart turned around. We have, we have a measure of faith. The epistles say we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not ourselves. It says in Ephesians 3 and 20, uh, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly uh, uh, more abundantly than we can even ask or think. Amen. Hallelujah. So he, he, uh, faith is necessary. Amen. We're, we're believers. We're supposed to be believers. Amen. And we've got to get away from that notion that, 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 that we don't. To be saved by grace, you have to believe in that old rugged cross. And the only way you're ever going to believe in that old rugged cross is if somebody preached it to you, whether that was grandma, whether that was Sunday school, or whether that was VBS. Somebody preached that to you and got you to the place where you believe that or you're not saved. A great preacher, and this is a great, this, 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 this will stand the test of time. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So, so in other words, if you don't know what the will of God is, the, and the will of God is the word of God, but if you don't know what the will of God is on a particular situation, you can't even pray in faith. And we find that out in the Word of God, and we should be being taught these things in church, but we've got uh, distracted 
the, the, you know, the enemy doesn't care if you go to church. He just doesn't want you to know who you are in Christ and what belongs to you and that God will answer your prayers if, if you'll pray and you, and, and you come out de determined to pray and speak some things. We could see the captives set free. Amen. We could see the harvest come in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus, again, red letters. In case I haven't convinced you. In case Jesus hadn't convinced you. We're, we're, we're on the red letter journey. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you, if his son asks for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So here we're instructed to ask. We have to ask. We have to declare the word of God. Uh, Faith is a is a action verb, and it requires an action, and that action is is believing in our hearts, and then speaking with our mouths, and we can do that. We're supposed to do that, amen. And uh, we can develop those uh, those uh, our level of faith. It can grow, amen. There's scriptures about faith growing. There's scriptures about little faith. Remember, O ye of little faith. And then there's other scriptures that said this was great faith. I've never seen uh, such great faith in all of Israel. So there's measures of faith, and we fall somewhere in that category. Hopefully we're more, you know, the higher you go, the, the more results you're going to get. <coughs> but this must be our pursuit. This must be our desire because don't you want to please God? Without faith, it's impossible to please him. We can't please them. Everybody says they want to please the Lord. Well, we better be figuring out and learning something about faith. Amen. And faith doesn't mean if you're Baptist or Methodist or Pentecostal. Faith means believe in God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Amplified of verse 7 says, Keep on asking, and it will be given you. Keep on seeking, and you will find Keep on knocking reverently, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives, and he who keeps on seeking finds. And to him who keeps on knocking, the door will be open. So uh, uh, this, is, this is how to pray effectually. We are to ask. Now, if faith begins where the will of God is known, we must learn and spend some time. Hopefully, you'll be in a good church that teach you uh, the promises of God and what belongs to us as new Christians, uh, what belongs to us in the atonement. Uh, let me stop right here and interject a proper prayer for somebody desiring or needing healing in their body. That would be scriptural. This would be a fervent, effectual prayer. Now, fervent means fiery. That means you got to believe it, you know. You're not, you're, you're not saying it like I don't believe it. I believe this. This was in, in uh, my devotion from Brother Hagen, uh, health food. Praise God. And, and, and again, I recommend if you're seeking healing, you can go to, to uh, rhema.org, uh, uh, I think, and, and find their daily devotion. And he has one on health food, and he has one on faith food. And... Just a minute or two. It just takes a minute or two. But it's the Word, and you can see the Bible. 
And it's the spirit of faith is on it. And it's not some defeated thing. And it'll put you, you, you got, there is so much unbelief in the world, even in Christianity and religion. It's embalmed with unbelief. Yeah. Amen. And, and it's the norm. And we don't know it. Amen. You know, <laughs> uh, I know some people got in some poison oak and poison ivy. They didn't know what it looked like. They, uh, they, didn't, they didn't know. But, and, and then it went out in there amongst it. And it was too late. They didn't know. Amen. Hallelujah. And some people were, were, were all around this unbelief. And we don't know because it's all we've ever known. Amen. And that unbelief will affect you just like that poison oak will. It'll keep you from receiving. It'll keep you from receiving anything. Hallelujah. And if you don't get a little measure of faith for salvation, you ain't saved. According to the scriptures. According to the scriptures. I'm not saying nobody's saved. And you better question that. Do you have faith? And you've heard the old rugged cross enough that that's scriptural enough that it'll cause some faith to come forward for that, thank God. Amen. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. Amen. Holly, you better, you better believe that. Hallelujah, you, you probably got faith because you've heard it. Well, if you could heard, if you've heard that he wants us well, or even that he wants us blessed, and not get nervous and tore up about it because some preacher said, all those preachers on TV want is your money. Amen. And so we turn that faith stuff off. You don't need that faith stuff. Saints of God, I'm trying to tell you how much you need that faith stuff. Amen. So this is a proper prayer for somebody needing healing and you ought to pray something like this every day you ought to say this every day and believe it you know brother Hagen even said this he said he has found and a lot of great healing ministers said when you can get somebody convinced that it's God's will for them to be healed most of the time it's not hard for them to get healed but sometimes it's hard for us to get convinced in our inner man when symptoms say likewise but this is what you do in spite of symptoms when you're feeding on the word of God and you're believing the word of God you pray the word of God and pray scripture so this is just a great example and I will pray it out and 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 this is a great pattern and and you do something similar to this for any subject faith begins where the will of God is known if you can't find the will of God you can find the will of God for healing you can find the will of God for financial person you can find the, 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 the word of God for, for your relationships, for your marriage, for your family, for your children, for the well-being and prosperity and, and for your children doing the will of God. You can find promises for all those things. So you could pray what the word of God says. Amen. So this is how you pray. This is a good one. Thank you, Father, for your great plan of redemption, which you planned and then sent the Lord Jesus to consummate. Oh, I missed the first line. Let's start over. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you today because you are my Heavenly Father. Because I have been born again, I am your very own child, and you are my very own Father. Thank you, Father, for your great plan of redemption, which you planned and then sent the Lord Jesus Christ to consummate. Thank you, Father, that the plan of redemption not only provided for the remission of sins and the new birth, but provided for healing for my physical body. For it is written in Matthew eight seventeen that himself, Jesus, took my infirmities and bare my sickness. 
sicknesses. What he bore, I need not bear because he bore my infirmities. Because he bore my sicknesses, I'm healed, I'm free, I no longer have sickness, I no longer have disease. Jesus bore sickness and disease for me. It is also written in 1 Peter 2.24, By whose stripes you were healed. If we were healed, I was healed. I am now healed by a stripes. I am healed now. I am well now. I believe that in my heart, and because I believe that in my heart, I say it with my mouth, by his stripes I am healed. Hallelujah. Glory. And then don't say nothing wrong. Amen. You got to stop complaining. Amen. Hallelujah. And say, praise God I'm healed. Praise God I'm healed. And do that every day and feed on those words. And then go look up those scriptures and read them over and over again. See if some preacher has taken them out of context trying to deceive you. No, nobody's taken them out of context. They've been ignored. Amen. Hallelujah. Because we go by evidence that we see. One person said, well, if God heals everybody, then, then nobody would die. Well, you can die without being sick. Amen. And then some people say, well, God makes us sick because he's trying to teach you something. But then you turn around and go to the doctor on Monday uh, 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 to get well, to get out of the will of God. Hallelujah. And pay your copay and, and uh, whatever else you have to do to get out of the will of God. If it's the will of God, just suffer. Amen. Be a good little Christian and just suffer. Hallelujah. Y'all understand that, what I'm trying to say? And I'm trying to help you. you got to stay with the Word. This is, this is putting the Word first. Amen. And stick to it. And I know, that, you know there might be some religious people tuning in. And this just blows your mind. But this is the Word of God. Amen. And religion blows my mind. I just can't understand how we can be so have the same book. Amen. And be so far apart on our interpretation of it. Well, there's really not any... Uh, scriptural argument to counter this amen that makes sense that, that's scriptural amen people can say anything I mean there's there I heard somebody the other day say that the 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 the, the Bible doesn't say anything about homosexuality being wrong and I thought wow what Bible are they reading Amen, and listen, now listen now. It says drunkenness is wrong too. It says swearing is wrong too. It, it, it even says, I'll preach on all this Pentecostals, fat Pentecostals. It says gluttony is a sin too. Amen, but homosexuality is a sin too. It's right in there amongst them all. Amen, hallelujah. Praise God, but see, people, people say things and, and then people believe it whether it's true or not. Praise God forevermore. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you getting anything out of this? Hallelujah. We have the name of Jesus. He's given us that name. We need to know that and understand that. When you get born again, you're born into the family. If you believe in your heart, and it, it takes faith in your heart that, that, that you've received the new birth, then you're a child of God. And your name, your name... You have that family name. Praise God, and you can use it. Uh, John 16, 23, Jesus says, And in that day you will ask me nothing. 
Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Glory to God. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Now, First uh, John five fourteen. this is the epistle of John. First epistle of John. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And now this goes along with faith begins where the will of God is known. So you've got to know that you know that it's God's will to heal you. If you are still entertaining that you're special and God's put this sickness on you for a, a, a reason, it, it, then you're, you're not going to be able to be healed by faith, probably. Amen. But you've got to get over that and believe what the Word of God says. Amen. His stripes took it for all of us. Amen. And God doesn't teach us with sickness and disease. He teaches us with the Word of God and with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Amen. And teachers, pastors. Hallelujah. So this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything, again, you have to ask anything according to His will, so that would be something that lines up with His will. Amen. Uh, you know, I'll never forget Dr. Dufresne talked about a guy who got in a prayer line. And uh, Dr. Dufresne said, what do you want? He said, he said, you see that lady up there in the choir, the third one from the left? He said, I want you to pray that I can marry her. And he, Dr. Dufresne said, well, I thought you sat in the, I thought that woman you're sitting with over there is your wife. And he said, well, she is. He said, but I want that one up there. And Dr. Dufresne said, well, you can't do that. And he said, well, he said, you got a wife. What's wrong with her? And he made a negative comment about his wife because she done had five kids, you know, and was a little, little heavy. And, you know, you can understand that, praise God. You ought to give her a little grace and thank God. Amen. But that's how ridiculous people are. That's not the will of God. There's no faith for that. And uh, uh, I wouldn't want to bend that guy because Dr. Dufresne told him the truth, I promise you. Hallelujah. But that's how ridiculous people are in church sometimes, how unlearned we are. Hallelujah. And we know, verse 15, we know that He hears us whatever we ask. And if we know that He hears us whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. Praise God. So if you're asking according to His Word, and again, you're asking, you're speaking it, this is fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous, you're going to get results. Uh, 1 John 3, verse 22 and whatever we ask, we receive from Him because we keep His commandments. you got, you got to live right. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm concerned about a gospel that requires no repentance and no change. Amen. Uh, I, I, I'm concerned about that because when I got mine, it changed me. It changed everything. Amen. And I, I, I'm sorry, Walmart shoppers. You know, that may upset a few people, amen, but the real deal requires change, amen. Hallelujah. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, all old things are passed away, and all things have become new on the inside, amen. Now, Jesus can set you free from anything, but you've got to be willing to be set free, amen. But some people are being told and getting the idea we don't have to change. We can just say a little prayer. Amen. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Saying a little prayer won't get you saved. You've got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. There's more to it than just saying a little prayer. You've got to believe it in your heart when you confess that. Amen. Amen. And it'll change you just like it changed me. Amen. 
And you may not be too wicked, but you'll be nicer, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You Nobody's perfect, amen. Hallelujah. You may be full of fear or something. Amen. Oh. And, and this is verse 23. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. So uh, right here, if you're, uh, if you're a star participator in the feud amongst the Hatfields and McCoys, you're going to have to resign your commission. Amen. And stop fussing and fighting with everybody. Amen. And love everybody and get along with everybody. Amen. 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 Grandpa said when you get it right, it makes you love everybody. And it does. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. And uh, we are the seed of Abraham, the Bible tells us. Let's look at this, Luke chapter 13. Praise God forevermore. I still got, I'm doing good on time. Luke chapter 13, uh, verse 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. Now, there's, there's a lot of stuff we can learn right here. She had a spirit of infirmity. There is such a thing as a spirit of infirmity. And, 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 and spirits can get in people. Spirits can get in Christian people. They can't have you. They can't possess you if you're a Christian person. But they can destroy your life. Amen. They'll, they'll, they'll make a man thinks he loves another man and a woman thinks she loves another woman or that I was born in the wrong body and I need to be something else. I believe that's all demonic manifestations. And if that bothers you, I'm just sorry. I'm basing this on 40 years of, of studying the Word of God. And, and uh, I've seen a lot in 40 years. And this is the only way to explain it. Praise God to explain some of it. Amen. And it's, I believe it's right. I believe it'll stand. Uh, uh, I, I believe, you know, I, I believe theoretically people could be mentally ill and have something wrong with their brain just like you can have something wrong with your liver and people do get tumors. Amen. Amen. But I think there's a lot of thinking things that are demonically inspired. Amen. Amen. And, and uh, uh, uh Good old-fashioned Holy Ghost revival will take care of a lot of that stuff. If we get back to believing, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. I believe that's exactly what that's talking about. Amen. You don't have to be fearful, child of God. You don't have to be depressed. Don't get mad at me. Amen. I'm just telling you the truth, and you'll know the truth. Jesus said you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Why don't you try Jesus? Full 100% surrender to him. Fall at his feet contrite and give it give it all to jesus and see what happens praise god hallelujah work for me glory to god so there there was a woman it was on the sabbath there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years that's a long time spirit of infirmities we know and observe because we've seen it and we've read after people who've seen a whole lot more than we've seen uh, like Dr. Jacobs and uh, uh, Dr. Summerall. 
uh, a spirit of infirmity, if it's not one thing, it'll be another. You're always sick with something. Amen. Always sickness manifesting. And it's a spirit. Well, I don't know about that. Well, see, uh, uh, in Acts, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Amen. So every kind of sickness is some kind of oppression from the devil, but a lot of it is really demonic. I'll never forget I was sitting right there, front row. Dr. Dufresne was preaching at Faith is a Victory in, in Nashville, Tennessee, and he called out deaf people, people that couldn't hear. And I bet 30 people lined up across the front of that auditorium, at least 30. And I watched him. I was right there. I paid attention to everything he said. He put his fingers in their ears and rooted them in a little bit. And he said, come out! Come out! What was he saying to come out? The spirit of infirmity, the spirit of deafness. And it was amazing to see somebody who'd never heard here. And they went, oh! Oh! And everything was so loud all of a sudden. And some of them would smile and some of them would cry. And some of them were afraid. But I saw dozens of people's ears open. And that's what he did. Stuck his fingers in their ears and said, Come out! It was a spirit of infirmity. Well, that'd liven up most church meetings. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that's what we're going to see in these last days. Praise God. It's, it's a real deal. I saw it. I, oh, my, 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 my. Hallelujah. Uh, but when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. The preacher got mad because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. Oh, no. He done went and healed on the Sabbath. Amen. I wonder when the last time they'd even seen a healing there. Amen. And he said uh, to the crowd, There are six days in which men ought to work, therefore come and be healed on them, <laughs> and not on the Sabbath. The Lord, religion is so ugly. Then the Lord answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it for 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath? And when he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him glory to God now that's a story right there and Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever amen that little woman that little lady in the book of Acts where uh, Paul and Silas were passing by daily she had a spirit of divination they passed by many days apparently but one day she cried out amen and Paul said, come out of her. Amen. And she was delivered. And then she, when her masters, the people who owned her, saw that she couldn't tell fortunes anymore. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to touch on this a little bit. Some of you Christians that believe in fortunes and, and tarot cards and get all caught up in astrology and your signs and... and uh, have to read your, your horoscope, horror scope every day. 
You need to leave that alone and spend that time reading your Bible and praying to God who can make a difference. You don't, you don't need no fortune teller to tell you your fortune. If you done that, it was wrong. And if you fooled with an Ouija board, that was wrong. That's sinful. That's wicked. It's of the dark side. And I know I can't point out a scripture to you, but I can show you a lot of things that make it real, cl- real, real clear. We don't mess with these things. Amen? Hallelujah. So anyway, this lady goes back. She can't tell fortunes anymore. Her, her masters are mad and upset, so they have Paul and Silas thrown in jail because he shut down their fortune-telling business. And it was evidently profitable. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell, tell you all something. If, if, if there's a magician on the square and there's a lady floating in the middle of the air and you, you, know, you can't see no wires, amen, I, I wouldn't be entertained by that. Amen. I wouldn't put a dollar in his bucket. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'd get my children get on out of there. Amen. Because something's liable to jump off on them. Praise God. That's not entertainment. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, there are, some, there, are, there are Christian magicians who put on a show sleight of hand. The hand is quicker than the eye. But when there's really something supernatural, some of this kung fu stuff, if they can blow a candle out all the way across the room, amen. Hallelujah. You know, I can't blow a candle out all the way across the room with a, with a, with a leaf blower, you know. <laughs> How they do that? You know, if, if, if they're doing stuff like that that's totally supernatural, then it is supernatural. And it's not the Holy Ghost because we didn't see where, where you know, uh, Peter used the sword, but it, it wasn't a ninja technique, you know. that was uh, uh, He just chopped the guy's ear off and... Jesus grabbed it and put it back on. Amen. Praise God. But you don't, you don't need to be caught up in all that stuff. Now, some people, some people are born again, spirit-filled Christians, and teach martial arts in a way that they're not doing all the magic stuff. Amen. Yoga's the same way. Amen. All the yoga positions are, are, are linked to Eastern religions and demonic influences. Praise God. See, if people don't have Jesus, they're going to get some other gods. Amen. But there's no God like our God. Amen. Amen. And we're not, we're, not, we're not afraid. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. I mean, you know, whether she's floating or not, I'm not afraid of that. You understand? Amen. But unless the Lord tells me to go get that God delivered, I'm, I'm not fooling with that. You understand what I'm saying? We're not afraid of it. But it's just not right for Christians to be involved and be fascinated by that. Amen. I, and I'm, I'm really not trying to meddle. I really, some people just don't know. Some people have never been told any better. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. One, one of our little Christmas gift deals, the, one of the children asked for magic tricks and stuff, and, and uh, we just got them more clothes and stuff. <laughs> we, just, we didn't. We missed that part. They didn't need that stuff. Amen. They were fascinated by that stuff. Amen. Nope. Nope. They need to get fascinated by Jesus. They need to have a relative that's filled with the Holy Ghost that can prophesy and cast out devils and lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's what that hunger's for. That's what that hunger's for. And, 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 and God have mercy on us, the church. We haven't held up our end of the stick. We just haven't. Amen. But, but that's turning. That is turning. Amen. And we've had a miracle or two here through the years, but I want a whole lot more. I want to see a whole lot more. And it, we've seen many, many, many answered prayers, but I want to see a whole lot more.
Praise God. And uh, I've had to develop my faith to receive. You have to develop your faith to receive. Misty had to develop her faith to receive. Praise God. She was here one year. She didn't get it, but she got touched, and it set her on a journey for the whole next year where she was seeking after God and renewing her mind on the Word of God. She said if that woman with the issue of blood can be healed, had faith to be healed, then why couldn't she? And she spent the whole next year pondering that and studying and reading. And then when Dr. Jacobs come back, the prophet with the healing anointing, she was able to have faith to receive. Amen. You've got you to have faith. You've got to release faith. I don't, I, don't, I don't care how powerful you are. And that's why Jesus went and he preached and teached and healed. Amen. Before all the miracles happened, he was preaching and teaching the things concerning the kingdom of God. Amen. That's the way it happens. We've got to be educated in these things and learn these things because faith begins where the will of God is known. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So uh, we're, we're at this woman, spirit of infirmity, 18 years. He said, woman, you're loose from your infirmity. He laid hands on her. She was healed. And the, the religious people got mad, and he rebuked them. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, but Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there will be a religious element. Uh, let me go a little bit farther and say there's a religious spirit that will get on you just like there is a sinful spirit or a wicked spirit or a drunken spirit or a gluttony spirit. There's religious spirits. Amen. And they make you focus on all religious details and all works and everything, but not Jesus, knowing Jesus and walking with Jesus and not faith. Amen. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, and that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. We know that the curse in Deuteronomy says all the blessings of Abraham uh, blessed to us in believing. And so there's a pronouncement of blessing uh, because they had believed. And then there's also, if you keep on reading, there's a pronouncement of curses if you don't believe. Praise God. But we receive uh, the blessings of Abraham come on us when we believe. Amen. Uh, skip down to verse 19. So what purpose then does the law serve? It was added because of transgressions till the seed should come whom the promise was made and it was appointed through angels and by the hand of a mediator. Now a mediator does not mediate for one only, but God is one. If the, is the law then against the promises of God? Certainly not. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, truly righteousness would have been by the law. But the scripture has confined all under sin that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who go to church. Y'all with me? Might be given to those who believe. We're believers. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. 
For you are all one in Christ Jesus, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Hallelujah. So all the blessings of Abraham belong to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go one more place. Romans 4. Hallelujah. Going to be hard to stop this, but we, we can come back to it. Romans 4, verse 16. This is one, one of the great faith chapters in the epistles. Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that by the promise, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, uh, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform, and therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Who, has delivered, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So uh, faith is so important. Knowing, knowing what the Word of God says, knowing the... Knowing the, the the promises of God, and and again, uh, the epistles are the will of God for us. The New Testament, actually, actually, until Jesus went to the cross, Jesus was operating as an Old Testament uh, prophet, but he had the anointing without measure because he was the the Word made flesh. He was the Son of God, but. Once Jesus ascended and the Holy Ghost has come, then we're, in the, then we're in the new covenant, the new dispensation, the dispensation of grace. And so everything that's in the epistles, the book of Acts and the epistles, any promise that they have, we have. Anything that they could receive, we could receive. Amen. So you need to, you need to spend your time there. And how they must live is how we must live. It shows you how to live. I mean, it'll tell you you've got to love everybody. It'll tell you you have to forgive. Amen. It'll tell you to flee wickedness. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And honor God. But his commandments aren't burdensome. And Jesus came to fully fulfill the law. Praise God. He defeated sin. He said, he said Paul said, reckon yourselves dead to sin. If you'll believe this word and you'll have faith, you'll be delivered. And you won't have to struggle through life every day holding on to the horns of the altar so that you don't sin. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because we've been made righteous and I'm out of time. Uh, let's pray. Father God, we come boldly before your throne. We're so thankful for your word that is forever settled in heaven. And uh, 
it's for us today. And uh, it's faith that pleases you, Lord. We want to be a bunch of your children that believe you. Glory to God. Faith comes by hearing. And Lord, I've done my very best. It's, it's a little bit strong, but it's very good, very accurate. Uh, a, 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 a good word in due season, Lord. And I pray that the seed of the word will fall in the good ground of men's and women's heart, even on the internet, and bring forth much fruit. In Jesus' name, we'll give you all the glory, all the honor and praise. And all God's children said, Amen and Amen. God bless you and thank you for coming. Hallelujah. We will be back Sunday morning. Praise God.